Welcome to the Neoborn and Ania Human Show. Both sides of the Atlantic. Atlantic City? No. Atlantic. With an S? I mean it. Atlantis. Actually, Boston. And London. I 90 Radio. Trans Radio UK. And Mystery Box Radio. It's season five. From humans to humans. This is the Neoborn and. Andia. Human show. No AI involved. No, and no drum roll involved. So, because we are saying of your hearing, did you know that you will die out of poisonous air? For example, toxic in the air, metatoxic in the air, blue-ray radiation and noise pollution and the white noise. And it's not very interesting to say a white noise, okay? It's like saying, oh, you are a fat baggy one. So that's not very interesting. It's just saying something about that. You know what? Speaking about fatness, why are we talking about the Syrian people? Those Syrians who just died out because of the earthquake and no one on earth, not the United Nations, not the WHO, is sending any help. And important trucks should never arrive there. And children are dying and the robbers are, you know, under the houses just, you know, Children are trying to find their, their siblings and so on. Because, oh, poor Turkey, what about the Syrians? Just because they have a different denomination and they are fighting against the tyrants? Yes, because Turkey is for the NATO. Yes, Assad is for the Putin. And then what? The normal people should die? You freaking political elite. You freaking corporate greed. You freaking non-humans. So, welcome to our show. Welcome to the show, everybody. We've got a fun packed show for you today. Oh, yes, we do. Episode. That's very funny when people Hello, are Leo. dying all well, around. Welcome yeah? to everybody, and um, <laughs> that was a lovely, warm welcome. Yes, uh, I couldn't help but do some um, tribal drumming there. Uh, it's funny to mind. Um, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, there is a lot of tri- tri- tribal drumming. I can't even speak when I'm eating because I'm eating an eggy bread, you know. I mean, is eggy bread something to cancel? Because it has eggs, so it's a male stuff, so we should cancel it. Should it? Should we? So is it okay <laughs> to say at all? No, we shouldn't. No, eggs are fine, as long as they're not dinosaur eggs or something crazy, ostrich eggs. Why not? Those like are bigger. Something like that, you know, because um, um, we are eco-aware, eco and um, beef is bad, so if you do burgers, you do the burgers. No, industrial <laughs> beef is bad. Real grass feed is not. So my cattle behind my ranch is cool. Did you know what the cattle has been doing in Texas? They fertilized the land for 130 years. And you know what? Now you can sow seeds over there because it's not a barren land anymore. You know, she does that. That's, they, um, they replaced bison, didn't they, in the Great Plains of America um, back in the day. Yeah, because those very clever, smart immigrants, the white ones, just massacred all the bisons, yeah? Yeah, so that they would try and help, like, they wanted to starve out the indigenous people, the Indians there. Obviously, like, you know what I mean, it's like, it was, you can see mountains and mountains, like, unbelievable piles of bison bones and skulls in like in sort of famous pictures from those days and it's just like those freaking horrific, white people horrific and it was just say like, shoot shoot on sight from trains you know like decimate them and um they they just ate but their isn't tongues isn't it interesting that corporate greed and political nonsense 
existed hundreds of years ago too? Uh-oh. I think that's clear evidence of it, isn't it, actually? The initiative to be stupid so never be visited by celestial beings. Well, I mean, it would take quite a lot of aliens to um, slice up that many cows, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, they are shooting down now, the aliens. Are they, it, was it an alien? Was it an alien no, balloon? No, or... it was not alien. We both know, we all know, dear listeners, that was a political derailment because if not, what would we pay attention to? Uh, maybe the plummeting standard of living? Maybe the crisis at the border, maybe that the military industry complex just uh, exploded the North, you know, pipeline, and they are just, with the help of BlackRock, they are destroying Ukraine just to rebuild it for good money. Oh, well, where this pattern is coming from? Oh, yeah, I know Iraqi, and then before that, Afghanistan, before that, Vietnam, and before that. So, all around that. So, they just don't pay attention to certain laptops, you know, and the corruption, because just be... Numb and dumb. And yes, a UFO! No, I haven't said anything of that. You know, that would be a UFO if Elon Musk would come alive on Twitter, seeing on the very first time, checking it, whether it's a, what kind of propulsion engine it is. The person would say, well, I don't know. It might be alien, it might be not. We should check it. And then yeah, that would be a credibility. Like reverse engineer Unless it sort of thing. Elon is not there. That's not a UFO. So a proof of UFO is Elon is there. <laughs> it's an, an, an unidentified, well, submersible or, like vehicle if it's under water, but like um, object if it's in the air. But like, yeah. Um, Do you remember the Second World War when all these uh, fighter jets had, you know, stripes? Uh, how many battles they won in the air? Yeah, how many? Yeah, how many? Election? How many kills? Okay. Yeah. Now, what, now, now, what, now they don't have stripes. They have uh, a pink balloon. Yeah, <laughs> and some metal there because they are shooting balloons now. It's a balloon fight. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think it's like. Uh, like, like China, the Chinese China, government like <laughs> commanded corporate elite is commanding the American politics. So he, uh, it is a balloon uh, fight. It's not a real one. It's a one. balloon party. Bring a balloon party, isn't it? Like, send us um a something to shoot down. I mean, like, uh, whoops, our balloon accidentally drifted into U.S. space. Oopsie daisy. That wasn't supposed to happen. Not. So, How yeah. interesting. It is only now. And it's too much attention on bad stuff, yeah? Let's derail the attention. You know, what is the stupid thing here? That this bread and sausage is working. Or bread and wine or whatever. In bread and circus, you know, the Roman and the German native stuff still working in America. <laughs> is it? Yeah, I mean, this was the thing. Oh, yeah. Everything is shitty. But then give me a half-time ball with Rihanna, the pregnant one. And give me something. Give me give me something not to think of how shitty my life it is because I don't want to change. I want to serve. I don't want to think. I want to be a meat in a factory. That's what people are acting for. Yeah, okay, okay. Some, I suppose, yeah. I think it takes. I am, I, I am in a very positive mood today morning. Yeah. 
happy chirpy Monday morning, everybody. <laughs> um, no, I, yeah, like, isn't it funny? That's right. The entrepreneurs out there that are striving to do something different to maybe disrupt the main industries, perhaps, like, or just find their own niche, like, offer something different, something that isn't mass produced to satisfy a large market with uh, sort of, uh, well, I mean, like, it's, it's like, it's it's like, I just don't get one thing. It's incomprehensible. Okay, that's a word that most of the Zoomers don't understand. Incomprehensible, okay? So that means something you can't comprehend. I understand you don't understand the word comprehend. You know what? Go away, okay? Go away. Learn something, okay? Go beyond your screen. Build a fire in a forest or a campfire, okay? So do something useful in your life. If it's you don't uh, incomprehensible. Com- so com- it's yeah. incomprehensible for me that um, how come... People are still buying in. How come people are saying, oh no, I'm too tired to fight back. I'm too tired. I don't care. I don't care if people are disappearing. I don't care if you'll be in a ghetto called 15 minute cities. I don't care if this or that are going, because it's just too much. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. You're whining freaking arse. All of you, if you don't step up and rebel. Because rebel with the cows. Protect the people, protect the children, protect the trans people, protect the the, 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 the transition people, protect the teachers, protect the everybody. The truckers. Yes, yes. Do, yeah, Donald truckers. No, no, no. Yeah, power to the people. Everybody, you have the power. We have the power. I got the yeah, power. No, I don't have the power because it was just cut off. Doesn't mind because you know how to have it. So if you don't. Want to be a part of the system? You know what? Doesn't mind. Have a starling and don't be a part of the system. Yeah, I um, I don't think you can like fault everybody in the same way. I think there's some way that um, people like here's here's a thought experiment, right? Um, get this: if people are bombarded with news, social media, like this, put this opinion, that opinion, and everything, all of the time. Um, it makes this like confusing smokescreen for everybody that uh, during the meanwhile um, like these little tests out of the way can be performed and like they can test these like ultra mega security things and like ID tag you this and like eyeball scan you that and like track every movement and everything without a lot of people knowing about it exactly like kind of do it like clandestine like you know so um, they kind of it's not that they are not a like these people aren't like um, aware that this is going on, but it's it's done under like the the noise of the front end of the internet. If you can understand where I'm coming from, so there is that confusion element, maybe. So, um, but I think more and more people are getting on to the you know right wavelength. It's like you know we do have problems. True, more and really more people are getting on. And they are having an erection, at least in the attention, they are having an erection. Did you know, by the way, and it's completely out of um, the things here, we are off topic, that um, in America, more than 40% of the people haven't had uh, sex in the last one year. Mm, it's good. I mean, Chinese propaganda is working. Okay, turning back to what form. 
I mean, without sex, you won't have children. Well, without children, you will have a very strange age gap, you know. Uh, and uh, with the strange age gap, your society will collapse or at least suffer. So, pretty much the point. Uh, yes, people are awakening, and that's good. We are very happy for that. Mm. So, let's say we are 5 million people. And yes, what about the rest of the 8 billion? Okay, let's take off yeah. the children. What about the rest of 6 billion? Okay, let's uh, take off the Chinese because they don't care. Okay, so we have still 4.5 billion people. So, what, what about them? What about them? Why aren't they rebelling? Yeah, well, you have to trust something. You have to trust in the system. No, then a system says you have to trust them when somebody is conditioning you or your kid in the school that you have to trust in something without earning, without having the urge inside in you that you are trusting. It's reliable, it's helping, it's supporting, it's empathetic, it's compassionate, and so on. It's mm, morally, ethically evolved. Yeah, then yeah, you yeah. should never cave in. Because they well, are the liars. Yeah, they are okay, the users, yeah. the abusers. <sighs> this is the morning when Yabarkevan is so happy. If there's an opportunity to take advantage, then someone will do that. They will take that opportunity. So I wouldn't. It's good to be informed um, and aware and uh, keep, keep a track on some of these uh, companies that like, are coming out with some of these new things or ways of controlling people or brainwashing them or um spying on half them step away from mandatory brain implants and you you think that it is just an exaggeration it is not okay zoomers if you don't know what an exaggeration is you know fork off get out have a life so and the rest of the audience so um you sound it might sound as an exaggeration but now we are half step away only from mandatory brain implants and uh, those will check your brain waves and even without saying that uh an ai or a machine learning uh will say well you know what uh that person is not saying what he's thinking and that person is not deserving this job that person is not deserving to have a new clothes that the person is not deserving to be alive that person is deserving only to be a donor because we will push yeah. his souls to be a donor mm. Um, there shit are, gates need some yeah, I mean, sort of. <laughs> the AI versus um, in, in, you know intelligence, and uh, what is all that about? I was doing a little bit of um, like undercover work while like oh, really? did you do that into this? Yeah. And the problem and the the, 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 the real question is. You say it's artificial intelligence, but is it artificial intelligence? It's not, is it actually intelligent? And can we find out if something is intelligent? And uh, it turns out that we can. Um, and there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, like a thought experiment called the Chinese room. But funnily Come on, enough, what was in the Chinese? <laughs> Chinese room. So, like, the idea is, it's like, um, you uh like people and language um we can we can understand the syntax which is like the individual letters um um um, but we can't we can also understand the semantics behind it like so individual letters and well a few of us can and the rest of us can't. This is the problem in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most people can like understand basic stuff, but the thing, the premise is, is that um, 
if you can um, see the symbols and the letters and then you can like take meaning you can actually put those together as words that have meaning then you'll then you'll get in the full picture but if yeah you are, i got a full picture of the say, darwin prize of winners you understand it right and that is like a form of intelligence because it's like it's layered it's like um you it's like it's not just it's a it's something you can think about yeah it's the famous a, last you know, words oh how cute bear let me pet it yeah i know But um but here's the thing um is something intelligent if it only understands the syntax and not the semantics right so if you if one of us let's say was uh, trapped or like not trapped but like we we put we put in a, a room and we're given a card okay and it's got chinese characters on it we have no idea like being us westerners like what that means right but we're given oh, in, yeah. we're given I doubt it would ever have yeah. <laughs> no but I mean we, let, okay let's stay with me so, so if you're given a, a set of instructions with those cards so like every time you get like a certain character you've got a set of instructions and you have to do a certain thing with it right so you so you take this character you do this with it with the, and then you get a different the character and you've got a different set of instructions so you do something else with it Um, right, so repeat this, but like speed it up times like 10, like 10,000 times. And uh, then you get like a machine, which is like basically the Alan Turing machine, um, which uh, can understand the syntax and has a set of rules and guidelines as to what to do with that. But it can never, ever understand what the characters mean. It can't understand like what what um you can't put the full sentence together because it has no idea about it's very very good at doing these in um things in, that's, with a, that's a trial and error thing so, i'm not conscious so yes? but so like the, the person in the chinese room you could do that for ten thousand years and you would still never understand chinese because you're not you don't you, you don't know what's going on so that is like in a, in a way an, an analogy to artificial intelligence where it's not actually intelligent but it is good at sort of doing good with instructions but if we are going with the asimov theory isaac asimov zoomers if you have no idea who isaac asimov was you know fuck off and uh, the same you know read it's <laughs> a book it's a book you know? they might know, they might they might know carl sagan in yeah. which case i mean, you can I mean really asimov theory no, was they, this that uh, when you write codes There is always, I mean, okay, so now it's it's a bigger thing. So the internet, what you know, is not what you see, okay? The internet, what you know, is a smaller fragment of the one-fourth of the internet, okay? 96% of the internet is not visible at all. And the internet is way bigger than World Wide Web. You don't even know what World Wide Web is. Ask your grandfather, he knew. And the thing is that these code fragments, because of the sheer volume of them and because of their kind of a connectivity, in this under the ocean stuff under the surface of the yeah, ocean stuff the, uh, they can they can connect yeah. uh, you know and uh, um, actually it's been for many years now that scientists started to see patterns and realize that uh, a certain level of individual intelligence started to arise in this surface imagine like an iceberg okay so And uh, you know you see the top of that, yeah, and the iceberg, iceberg is very, yeah, very yeah, bigger, yeah. and there's oh, a gigantic the iceberg. Where yeah, just, you see so, just the tip. And, yeah, and uh, okay. and what is under that? That's already coming to your life, and and the scientists started to measure it, what it is, and how it is, and it's fascinating. And still, it's like it's like somebody's in a womb, you know, 
uh, there are signs, but it's not fully there, not fully developed. But it's, it's still going on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the whole, if you're talking about the entirety of the internet, I mean, there's a lot of um, like spaces on the back end where like the operating system and the organizing it's, it's system, way, I mean, it's, a lot of it is that. And then after that, it's just handling data, isn't it? Like, and, and like it happens, it's at the speed of light it's, too. Yeah, so and, and, the and it's, it's, it's code fragments, you know, basically codes which are not necessarily necessary for those. Uh, parts of the function you know and 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 these these can connect to each other it's like an organization like like uh, one cell amoebas can connect to each other let's imagine like that way i know there's um there's crawler spiders they're called crawler spiders aren't they and they um you gave me a nightmare for tonight mentioning spiders (laughs) do you also want to talk about snakes because then i wouldn't sleep for a week that's python isn't it a uh, programming language? Thank you. I love you. Have I told you? <laughs> you just did. <laughs> There's a lot of layers to anything, isn't there? Like so to, Absolutely. To an just operating like in the system, to our like um, systems, our own biological systems, our own thinking systems, and like. <laughs> Well, 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 not everybody like, has many layers in their thought process. Think of the Eton College brats, so-called prime ministers in the UK. They have very one single bit-minded thing, is that get rich and lying. Get rich and lying. Yeah, bye-bye, Eton yeah. Um, College. Yeah. Uh, we get were to, on your I mean, radio, I mean, but we're not anymore. Last some years, somebody <laughs> was coming from Eton College or related to that. I mean, get rich and lying. So... <laughs> I wouldn't give my 50 cent to them. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I, I, I don't think you can, like, uh, sort of, like, like, I don't, you know, you have to, like, it's like live and let live, isn't it? If they want to do that, then let them do it. I mean, there's a school for that. There's a school for other stuff. Like, crack on, really. Um, yes, absolutely. Crack on. That's what they knew. <laughs> yeah, I mean, have you seen the, the clown? Elite, the schools I mean, come for elite, mega expensive, crack. like um, boarding schools and um, you know, like boys only schools and 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 all that sort of thing. Yeah, boys know, only um, school schools means that hookers. <coughs> yeah, I mean, I actually went to one of those like when I was a boy. So you know I'm what I'm talking else. about. I'm something else now. I'm something else. <laughs> yeah, remember the movie? Yeah, uh, remember the, the movie? Crazy, if, like, you know, in 1968, if, if I recall correctly? Um, I'm hot. I, that was a bit of a... I'm drawing a blank there. Now, if no. it was about a boy's school, well, it's, it's not like little boy's school, you know, and how arrogant and uh, very, well, violent the school system was in the UK after the Second World War and how the flower children, well, at that time they weren't flower children, uh, they started to rebel and, you know, how to break through these uh, stupid barriers of obnoxious arrogance and uh, yeah i mean and, and um, it was a very I, blame, violent I blame i blame the catholics for that one well um, i don't know yeah. about that but you know you know if nowadays boy uh, like the fbi catholic is going after the, the catholic worst, people man holy shit like i mean yeah I'm, did you know that the, 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 if it's uh, run the, by nuns god damn it they were evil actually I have firm, I have like reliable reports. They were like oh, really. Everybody like, can like be tough. evil in any any group, but uh, re- and yes, they have a fair share 
of things what they haven't apologized. Saying, uh, yeah, uh, and, and we I mean, don't I'll even have like... to visit to Ireland to say about that. But usually, these are people or, or fractions of people who are committing things under the disguise. I mean, look at the politicians. That's true. We, That's true. I love the American people because I only have good friends in America. But do I love so do, I. do I love America? No, that's a shitty place because of the politicians and corporate greed. I I I had a friend, um, a Mexican friend, come um, up to me and ask me about the show, and uh, he was saying, "Hey, you know, what, can we talk? What about the um, the effect that America has? That uh, you know, like what, what America does, everybody else follows, and um, you know, the effects trickle down. You know, first world, they got the biggest economy and all this. Like, and I was thinking, whoa, hold, hold on, like that's not true." anymore like it might have been true in the 80s but i don't think it's true anymore <laughs> i mean listeners what do you think it's well, like they I still, it was america like... is still leading the world to hell so that's for sure so and uh, yeah the propaganda is working more sophisticatedly and by now yeah. we know that <laughs> the the actual rulers the actual puppet masters are they way beyond the, the presidents you know in each state i think i i think largely on the whole they do okay yeah i mean they're not like uh as long as you've got some kind of um recognizably um inefficient politician running, <laughs> running the show in any country is kind of like that's that's you know that's what we know and expect we just work with that don't we yeah i yeah. think i think <laughs> we, we we should really i mean this is basically uh ventriloquism yeah i mean uh i mean mm. i mean somebody is in their arse is so deep that they can move their mouse yeah that that's ventriloquism not Puppeteering, yeah. you mean? Like yeah. Sort of in well, Americans say ventriloquism yeah. because this sounds so French and it makes them so smart, or they think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Like, I heard reports from um, a friend, that's, like locally here, that's actually been to Boston, and get this, she said it's the most European state in America as far as she knows you know she's been around a few places but like it's actually like very european can you believe it well if i go to america i don't want to be in a european environment <laughs> you know i i want to i, I mean, want to the, see yeah i want to see the american version of the pyramids i want to see the eiffel tower next to the pyramid i want to see the niagara falls in a smaller version next to the pyramid and the sphinx and the eiffel tower it is the same thing in the strip that's america yeah yeah, yeah, but they they have um, ancient um, like ruins, don't they? Not not temples, but like yeah, they do uh, have. They do. Snake. They do have. They tried everything to erase the actual history from the Americas, but still there are. No, there was that. Um, there's a giant snake carved into the hillside. Thank you. And, I love um, what you are talking about. It uh, yeah, snakes again. Yeah, because um, you know in, I have phobia, it, like, so I'm not going to edit this show at all. It will air like this. Yeah, I, I fully expect it to. I'm going to get right down about like this giant snake that's um, pointing to the stars and uh, it's, it's celestially aligned 
and um, the Americans, like, or, or the people that handle that site there, um, just think that it's like, oh, it's just some kind of like a silly, like, sort of snake shaped mound of earth, and it doesn't matter, you know, it's just. Oh, like, we are talking about the Graham S- Hancock, whatever series, yeah? Yeah, well, I mean, that, this is the site that, like, he was refused entry to. He couldn't even go walk, walk in that site. Well, um, send a drone. Like, send a drone. Yeah, I think I think they did. Uh, you know, or, or a chopper. They had a chopper over their head. So, <laughs> go um, to the chopper. And, um, go to the chopper. Get to the chopper, Billy. Billy, what spooked Billy? There's something out there, and it ain't no man. <laughs> Billy, yeah, I, I can't, I can't, I can't um, speak yeah. German. I can't pronounce German, so yeah, I can, I can say Wiener um, Schnitzer. <laughs> um, but, you don't know um, who is the biggest yeah. Schnitzer? Arnold. So um, n- <laughs> these, um, no, we we got a little bit off track there. We were talking about just something. Um, we are derailing, yeah. just like the, the just like the East Palestinian uh, territory derailment of the freight train in America. Yeah, we are derailing like that. Yeah, we are, we are. Like but we are not as toxic. No, not quite as toxic. Or oh, that train that derailed somewhere in um, in Switzerland, I think it was, like back in the 80s. No, no, it was later than that, 90s, full of fuel oil. And they, they all like sort of uh, derailed and they all exploded and wiped out the town completely. And like, 150 people died. Boom, like that. It was like Canada. I think it was Canada. Well, America does it better because uh, now the freight train is derailed. And what happens now? People are put back soon that they can get cancer and they can die out by themselves. So, true. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, isn't it interesting Um, that the most surveilled uh, and most limited country? with zero to no freedom of actual speech, is the Americas. And uh, what, they, what they do there is uh, they use these events, like mm. this fake UFO shooting, fake balloon fight, and uh, freight train derailment. Can you imagine that anything would happen without a certain level of enabling and involvement by three-digit agencies? Um, I mean, they were all involved, you know, they're all in on it. I mean, yeah, the um, FBI is technically going after believers because they say if somebody is a believer, they say Jesus is king, and they say, and I'm not talking about religion here, it's about the freedom of speech and the right for religious freedom. That's what the whole point to establish the, this kind of America, not? And uh, against the Brits. And, uh, and and now it's attacked and people who are actual Catholics, not the bad ones in England, uh, they are, they are uh, actually being flagged and they are, they are like terrorist threat because they believe that uh, man and woman 
you know, they believe strange things that like children, you know, without being in vitro, they believe that you should have sex only with your partner and not with somebody else. And they are okay, they are okay to debate about it. They are not pushing the agenda because they are private people. But they are decent private people and they have an opinion that cannot be shaped by any halftime commercials in the Super Bowl. Well, I think so, yeah. Um, those are the like, sort of the more um, the people that like sort of uh, like to question, well, is that actual, um, the, you know, what is going on there exactly and try and find like sort of reputable sources for what they're hearing. Um, you know, um, yeah, they, they... Isn't it interesting do... that the woke people is so sleepy? <laughs> uh, yeah, they're asleep at the wheel, aren't they? They're woke, but asleep at the wheel, like some kind of like uh, automatic driving car. And our topic was <laughs> fashion. <Did> you... <laughs> fashion? Yes. Did you oh, know yeah, that's that right. the yeah, most polluting, the most polluting industry on earth is not the mm. crude oil, not the transportation, but fashion, the clothing industry, especially the fast fashion. So it is not the cotton, wool, whatever anymore. It's plastic, obviously. But the way, the, the amount of water it requires, the amount of toxic fumes and other stuff that goes to the soil, to the air, to the water, and to your skin, mm. those are so huge that surpass even cobalt mining. And for what? Throw away clothes. I don't know if like fashion's worse than like uh, the production of concrete. Well, concrete production is very bad. Yes, they can both benefit from hemp. You know, there's hemp crete, there's hemp clothes, there's hemp fiber. That's just, just yeah. Uh, you know, um, hemp was very famously used in the Middle Age and Late Age, and now what happens? Paper, clothes, ropes. Everything was made made of, or even bricks were made of hams. But you know that the profit rate is too low, and it is available for everybody. Yeah, um, they're, they're coming back though, aren't they? People are starting to realise that, like the textile industry, is um, not too um, not as not as clean as it should be. So, um... so if we ever talk about the connection of fashion, music. Your persuasion and uh, well, what else? Yeah, the sex pistols. Mm, yeah, the sex pistols, pretty vacant. Yes, um, I've seen so that. Off the if I say sex, <laughs> it means sex, okay, with pistols, but it's like guns and roses, okay? So, I mean, trying to say it here, it is not a sexual thing to say sex. I could say sexual things like vagina, but it is not sexual, it's a medical term. I could say, for example, penis, but it is not a sexual term, it's a medical term. So don't be a fork, but just be normal persons. So if I say sex and pistols, that's a band, okay? It used to exist. Well, there's a, there's a, there was actually a shop called Sex, and um, that was Vivian Westwood and uh, Malcolm McLaren's um, first shop, fashion shop. And uh, they were doing like... Um, 
like sort of, you know, like uh, on the edge, like fashion, I suppose. And um, then they needed like something, you know, like because music and fashion go together, like they're mutually exclusive, aren't they? If you, even if you don't have a look, you still have a look. I got the look! Right, like, yeah, like uh, like nineties grunge, like Nirvana, for example. They didn't, they did, don't have a look, but that look is the look. Right? Well, it's like, uh, sweatpants is a look now. Yeah, yeah like so um, like t shirts, jumpers, jeans, and like you know, just look like a look like a student. Really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, um, so if you don't, but there are like, the, I mean the um there's a lots of fashion designers that like work hand in hand with um um artists major artists smaller artists like all, all sorts of like you know you have like like can you West and adidas like, oh no that's like, over well um, like up. um like david bowie for instance like he was um had his clothes made by uh, a fashion designer or student like uh, back in the days that they, they they were like shooting those videos yeah but um, it's david bowie spiders okay, from so mars okay and all that him. lot like um yeah and you know adamant as well like uh, i mean he, he i mean I, I guess he started out with an idea and then like he got, got the uh the props department to like, make him a costume and came up with yeah, his look yeah. and like um, that's something I really deal. like. I mean, like the Vivian Westwood and like the uh, Adamant styles and things like that. It's like it's kind of um, so. So which comes first? Not, which comes first? I mean, to have the right clothes and then who cares the, your art or have a decent art and no, then, then you can um, have the right clothes. So which comes first for more? No, I, I I think um, you have to strike like you have to one supports the other. Um, if one is weak, then the other doesn't work. So it's like, it's the whole thing. Like, um, so if you have like kind of okay music, then, you know, and you, and you have a, like a really exciting wardrobe, then, you know, you can, you can, you can go quite far with that. Like check out like Miley Cyrus. Well, I, I'm example. just looking at my wardrobe and it looks like a war. It's tall, it's shaggy, it's shabby. It's um, part of like coming. But then, I mean, I mean, if you if you if you have more of a like a, a an edgy um, design, clothing design ideas, um, then you're going to need to marry it up or like okay, combine okay, okay. it oh, with um, here's the thing. music that like fits Last fits summer, with it. I went to these fashion shops. Okay, I literally, I went. I never do, but I went. Okay, mm. and I said, okay, so. <laughs> give me some shorts okay and they couldn't give me a short why because i have muscles on my thigh bone i don't have spaghetti legs you know and they said oh it's too muscular i said what i'm not arnold you know i didn't even do a leg day it's just normal for a man to have muscles you know and they couldn't give me you know, okay, other place. I said, okay, give me something. But my junk couldn't fit there. You know, my penis and my testicles couldn't Ew. fit there. <laughs> Come on, uh, because too much information. No, it's not. I mean, it's true. Because, why? No, but because you're shopping I in the wrong places. There. But like, but like, you're talking about high street fashion places, aren't you? I mean, that like uh, trickles down the, the 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 fads of the season. Like they kind of trickle down from the um, edgy fashion. But just give on, me a clothes like I use in the summer. But there's, um, you know, there's the, the, the fashion houses that, um, like, 
you know, or like we, we mostly know, it are, are are the mass produced things. So they cater to um, like a different set of sizes. Yes, so we are dressing from H and M. No, we are not. And then um, and then you then you can go to like the uh, the, the clothing stores uh, that have chains around the world, or then you can go to the boutique uh, shops. And well, the designers that make their own actually, clothes. And there's actually, a few in Helsinki. Right. There's a few around in Finland and everywhere, everywhere around. I mean, like lots of lots of like design well, stuff going on. When, when I mean, really, ago, I mean, I'm into I it. I had tra- tailored clothes. I mean, I was in that situation. My my that time album was coming out. I I was representing a lot and Munger and I and I had pretty good suits and so on. And they looked cool, and I looked cool in them, and I felt comfortable despite it was suit. You know. And, uh, and and that yeah that means but it's crazy expensive. You can't yeah you do pay um more for uh, let's say a good looking suit or a good cut suit or a nice dress. Um, I don't know I never had a dress. You, yeah, but I mean I, I tried to wear my mom's, but it like, was too small. Dresses. Dressing up is great fun. Well, um, I only dress in working clothes, you know. <laughs> yeah, generally speaking, in the day to day life, right. If you're meeting new people, the first impression is with the eye, right? You look, you have a certain look. Unless if you are uh, uh, at home nudist and you invite people over without warning them. Well, I mean, well, still the first impression is with the eye. Well, it it depends. It depends. Golden rule. (laughs) No, there there are, for example, um, male boobs for a lot of people. And then, like, you know, you, you, you. you have a certain body language, you hold yourself a certain way, and you're dressed a certain way. It might be strange. Or like completely different, or like a little bit alien to the other person, like. And then, if they, you know, they when you talk aliens, to them, you could you could get their like where they're coming from. Are they, you know, are are they outgoing and um, you know daring or courageous or? Or maybe they are just poor as hell. I had old trousers, you know, and I just forgot them, and uh, it was a while back, and I put them on back. And uh, I, you know, ladies are saying that. Oh my God, that looks good. Where did you buy it? I said, well, it is a very old one. You know, I haven't worn it for five yeah. years. Oh, that's so cool. Well, <laughs> I said, okay. Cool. I mean, like, oh no, yeah. If you hold on to those sorts of things long enough, it will be. It will come back into fashion. Won't yeah, it? I don't, um, I'm not at all. I'm not at all. I'm not at all. But then, but then, you know, I, I mean, I like wearing like sort of a bit more racy sort of things and all sort of. What? Uh, what? What kind of um, clothes? Racist? Racy. 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 What, so, is, a, what um, is a racy clothes? That you are sitting down in a Formula One car or NASCAR? No, um, it's like sort of, um, you know, what you wear or, or what I wear or, you know, how I wear it is like uh, it, it's, it either covers or reveals. You know, like you show flesh or you don't, like. Or, oh, like so show, it's the cleavage clothes. Like, the just, cleavage clothes. So like it's yeah. image, yeah. Like um, and and you have to. But this is a problem for I think, me. I have to have, for example, the summer double. You know, I have to have a speedo and also a short if I go to the beach because yeah, you know. So I don't want <laughs> to be seen as a creep, yeah. and, but you know, things are flying out or swimming out all the time. Oh. Well, I just I just wear my normal black bikini and be done with it. Like, well, it. yeah. So. If I try to wear my bikini, I'm pretty much sure I would end up in jail very quickly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, I mean, the thing is, it's like you have to, if you're an artist, right? Let's say, um, and you want to perform in songs, 
right? Um, and you don't want to do it in jeans and t-shirt, um, which is like why? Very, why like why would you girl, want girl to do that? Look or like or something? <laughs> you want to make it like a little bit. You want to make a show of it, like or get some get a bit more theatrical with it. So you kind of like pump up the image um, to go with the mood of the song, right? So for me, that's like glitch punk drums bass and like synthy sorts of stuff going on um that's for the music and for the uh for the image it's like kind of like a little bit like cyber like sort of showing some you know some thighs some muscles and uh some some something like that isn't too distracting to play in for myself but you know but like as soon as you take these things like to the stage you have to like um you i you can either pump it up or you can just like um you know tone it tone it right down so i, I think like, i think if we are talking about live performances you... we need to be very practical because you need to be aware of what are your moves what are your rehearsals how if you do splits probably you need to be aware of that if you if you do some gymnastical acrobatic stuff on stage probably you need to be aware of that that your clothes might not be the right fit for that so i know it i i, I can't wear any every kind of clothes when I'm on stage because I'm not like, you know, a big log. I yeah, as long as you're comfortable, as long as you can jump around and do do what it's not if, if your clothes are restricting you from doing that, then uh, don't wear them. <laughs> um but otherwise, yeah, you've got to like sort of jump be able to jump around, move around and like sort of do crazy stuff on stage and do what you do. Um Well, you know, lately yeah, I um, tried, you know, going back to stage, I tried to practice and so on and so on. Oh my god, when 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 was the last time I could do that? Oh my god, I can't do that, I'm dying, you know. For me, it's like um, I like largely speaking, I'm stuck. I'm not stuck, but I'm behind the drum kit. So, and there's a lot going on. There's a lot of movement, and I'm, and I'm singing as well. So, yes, how I look at it is like just like sort of the you know, it's all just part one and part of the whole thing. Uh, sometimes I do get up on stage. Um, I've done gigs where I've just sung my songs only, just had them on backing tracks, or just like up up on stage, just like singing them. Um, you know, um, but it's like but you it's, have to sell uh, the show. You have to sell the show, and and I mean that's only on one person, and that's that's you. Uh, and and yeah, if that's, it comes that's true, to the clothes, we we have been talking a lot about this, and uh, it's okay. Zoomers, one more time, let's try it again. Incomprehensible. Can you spell it now? No. Okay, go away. Fork off. So uh, <laughs> that. Uh, that yeah. uh, why people even with classical music feel it is mandated to dress down when there is good music and is it because of lack of your musicmanship or because you can't deliver right so why is it so how come that david will you mentioned never been or rarely been seen half naked all in underpants and you know jumping around like a monkey yeah 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 um i mean like clothes is an expression as just as just as much as um you know music is an expression and it's like it's a higher power if you okay if you but will. if we go with um, the miley cyrus rita ora and all this stuff uh, with you know that boobs impression boobs impression i mean i don't if i want to bo- um, watch boobs i i heard from a friend there is a site where i can watch boobs you know so uh, <laughs> so that's what i do um then. i don't know i mean it, it i think uh ladies have uh more bits and pieces to show off and, but i want i am um, listening to music i don't want to watch boobs if i want to watch boobs i go to this no that's it i mean like i think that there's still a fine line between um is it is the 
are the outfits like sort of uh, too provocative? Are they on the extreme of like um, being too sexualized? I mean, you know, it, it's, it's like it's it's either too much or it, or, or um, you know, it's it's done done with good taste. Yeah, I almost said um, something then, about Lizzo and uh, her fellow man, but I won't do that because I would insult a lot of people here. So I'm not going to do that. But I think everybody should have a kind of understanding what suits that person right and what is, for example, yeah. can be shown for a 10 years old. That's right. It's it's a hugely creative avenue um being like sort of d d doing the fashion and um oh, actually you know, I, I really I'm, don't like taylor swift i i can't i can't i don't like her music i don't think it is good music no same but, here uh, like yeah, but just... uh, i don't really remember her being naked okay she has shorter skirts but not as short as in the japanese high school so I think it's kind of okay. Yeah, I mean, there was the Britney Spears cool girl outfit as well, wasn't there? I mean... Uh, come that, on, that that's was, actually, that, that was, was her idea, and that worked, come on. There is no single man on earth who wouldn't say at that time, <gasps> that, that was for sure, that was, so she, she knew what she was doing. And that was a I mean, one. but like she did that. It's a stereotype, isn't it? She did that stereotype yeah. very well. And, and, I, and I appreciate her for that because actually that was her exact idea and she fought for that. And and she didn't show too much, but it was just enough. Yeah. Actually, remember, that was a time when even the Aerosmith video clips had uh, some actresses, the Liv Tyler and what, who was the other one? Alicia Silverstone. Then they were having same clothes or similar outfits. Okay, so go back here a little bit. So we are having this show and we are cool. We yeah. are going out because we decided to go out. We were invited to go to Turkey, but Turkey is under the rubble. Not just under Erdogan, but also under the rubble. So not the rebels, the rubble, okay? Rubble and rebel is not the same, rubble. but can be the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but we go to other countries. This is our plan. So this year, you might buy a ticket or not, but you will get a ticket if you go too fast. So that's a different thing. It's not our show. Uh, we <laughs> have to pay for that, by the way, yes. for both of that. So, and we want to dress well, yeah? What fits to our energetic appearance, our style, and uh, it feels just comfortably good to wear. Or uncomfortably good, uh, depending. A lot of my clothes are uncomfortable. <laughs> anyway, yeah, go on. Yeah, but it still feels so what's good. what's the next step? What's the next step? For example, I am an at-home nudist, but I don't want to be on a stage a nudist. Not because I'm not a king, but, uh, you know, I think I still have better clothes than being a nudist on stage. I would, I would wear clothes on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. me yeah. too, me too. Yeah. Unless I would not wear clothes on stage if my upper body would look like as Arnold's on his prime. Then I would say, okay. hey, come yeah, on, fair, I don't need fair, fair play here. <laughs> No, that's right, that's right, that's right. Uh, if you've got physique, then show it off, why not? Uh, yeah. So, so, so let's talk back. Just, so, you just so don't need to stand on, no, so dance on, the, on the bar tables. So <laughs> how, how, can, how can we dress up right? And people, listeners, how can you dress up right? I mean, yes, it's a question of money, I know. And you say, oh, the second-hand shop, I buy something I put together, and I look cool. Well, or you look cheap, who knows? So how can an artist get the right clothing on stage? Okay, well, there's, there's a couple of uh, avenues you can, um, you can take. You can... Um the best often is to go to your local, need investors, yeah, um, of course. 
and supporters. Universities where they have the, the uh, designer, the fashion designer fashion courses. Um, in London, that's St. Martin's. Uh, there's Anywhere. one in New York. Um, and there, there's lots of lots dotted around. Um, you know, or, or ask Put somebody around because a lot of, lot of people can do sewing. Um, and, you know, there's fashion designers or like production designers got a job as, uh, and, and made like a good living as fashion designers for set and uh, st stage theater, musicians, bands, so and all that sort of thing. That just we, because we they said... Be like a mannequin for them? Um, no, but I mean, you you know, uh, uh, just ask, uh, ask out, ask ask around, ask ask out in your contacts. And, Dear like, listeners, we are asking around our contacts. You are the contact, so give us some good clothes because we feel ourselves poor. Send a lot of clothes, okay? Send clothes now. <laughs> No, but I mean, you, you gotta, it's not like, um, you, you don't have to spend a fortune. You can uh, commission somebody. We don't somebody, want to like, spend like, any money pretty, on that. So please send money and clothes, reasonably. money and clothes, clothes and money. <laughs> well, you don't, but like, I don't mind spending money on clothes. I don't mind um, spending money, but I, mean, I don't I have get, to spend I get money them on sourced, clothes. I get them sourced from, um, like, the flea markets, the Dori in, in Finland. If you want a special outfit for stage, you're going to have to pay someone or make or, it yourself. Or, or, or a, the a, designer should pay design. us that we wear their clothes. Well, I mean, that should be also something because we feel so entitled no, I mean, that we deserve yeah. to get paid for everything. I would like to get paid if I eat that cake. I would like to get paid if yeah. I put my R's on that plane. And definitely, I would like to get paid if I put that freaking clothes on. So, my Fiverr account is... <laughs> you, um... Well, you just have to, like... Find somebody at really that's uh, like that, that's capable. Um, if you have design in your mind, you can just say to hey, what like can you make something like this? And then like they'll like to pay them something because it's their time, and they'll they'll but do. But most something. of the times, I um, talk to cats and hamsters. There's a lot of resources out there. I mean, um, for me, a lot of inspiration comes from Pinterest. Um, a lot of good designers there. Um, and there's also a few that It took are, me like, like two minutes to think of that what no the heck you are talking to, about. Um, but then I realized Pinterest uh, is a social uh, media addict is something. Yeah. So. Okay, dear listeners. Now, we had a longer than expected conversation about fashion, artist, poor artist, me, and others. If you have a good clothes, what you want to wear, we have an idea. Wear that. That's a good idea, huh? Of course, if that clothes is like a BDSM or fetishist something, maybe don't wear it at work <laughs> unless you work in the dungeons. Or go, yeah, or go to a, go to a flea market, go to a second-hand store, go get some bits, yeah. and then and chop them up, punk sure, them up, okay, okay. Like cut them we down, re-sew them, bingo bongo, there Zoomer, you are, good to go. A flea market doesn't mean you have bugs in your clothes, okay? Gonna go away, fork off, learn something, read. <laughs> there's a better name isn't there the charity shops that's what i meant you can pick up like really good items there, like upcycled it's called so uh you can reuse those things you know you might pick up something that's really cool but it's too big or maybe it's too small so you can just like rip a, rip a seam yeah you can't pick him up alter it to suit um done that i do that all the time actually okay now we are talking really about good. fashion and clothing <laughs> 
long, 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 long time ago, there was a time, there was a time, when people didn't wear anything else, just a wristwatch. Okay, you know what? Wristwatch is like a, a piece of your phone, you know, a screen, and, and somehow with a band put on your wrist. Okay, that's how you understand. If you don't know, ask your great-grandparents, dear Zoomers. If you still don't want to know, go fork away. The thing is that that time when we agreed to meet up somebody, we had to go there, we had to be there. We didn't have the luxury to say after the date time that, oh, we are not making today. You know, we didn't have this, we had to be there. And somehow people were more reliable. And it was, okay, late, late, being late a little bit wasn't a big problem. And uh, for some times you also dressed up. Uh, maybe for a concert, maybe for a date, maybe for a possible date. And my question is here, mm. that nobody's and people aren't doing it anymore because it's creepy. Meeting people in person? Are you a freak? You know, they don't do it anymore. They are just swiping right and left and right and left and right and left. They're just swiping. You know, did, did you see, I mean, this is it. Swiping, swiping is the horizontal version of masturbation. What did this have to do with watches, by the way? Because uh, that's what I'm saying. So swiping is instead of meeting, meeting should come with good clothes. But now that we are not dating with meeting anymore. So how can we date and meet? How to select a good attire for that? We don't have traditions anymore for that. If you want to ask out a girl or a lad, you are immediately a creep, but not like in Pearl Jam. You go to, uh, you just go to a bar or a club. Why would I um, want to go get not, drunk? Most, I mean, people are always most drunk. Most other people go there. If you want to, if you want to meet people, go where people meet. The people but I are. want to go on a date. Yeah. I want to meet people. I don't want to get drunk. You know, most people hang out in restaurants or bars or clubs, so go there. Yeah. I okay. Okay. So, and you agree. You meet. Maybe they don't think, okay, I'm a creep too. I think human connection should happen in person. We are so creep. You know, because that's 2023. People don't meet anymore. So we meet in the metaverse. You know, that's what they do. How to know what to wear. How to be sure you are ready for the date. And actually how to behave in a date. Okay. Um, well, you you got to like, if you're going to go to like a cinema... Um, or like a fancy restaurant, um, or just a burger joint, then you're gonna, de- 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 or, a, or a club, right? The thing is, is like these places are gonna have dress codes, right? So, like the restaurant, if it's, you know, like, um, a swanky one, you're gonna need, if you're a man, you're gonna need a suit. If you're a woman, you're gonna need a dress, right? And if you go to a club, it's like no, um, it's no trainers at a club, isn't it? So, like, you know, people wear, like, I mean, I go, wearing wearing a nice dress or something this is not for everybody no but if you go to a club i mean anybody can get into a club just wear the dress code for the club which generally means no jeans and trousers like for for guys that turn up in jeans and trousers or like women as well but so it's quite simple really yeah i don't know i mean i i i've never <laughs> been in a club where there was a dress code so well okay i've been but that was not a dating club so um yeah I think I, we have a problem here. Socially, we don't know how to meet, how to converse, how to not to feel weird and be weird about it. And we don't even know that it is okay just to appear then to say and check out the other people. 
You know, because it's even if it's the first date, second and third date, you don't have to invest millions of dollars into that one because it might not pan out or you might freak the person out or maybe you stretch out yourself way too more and all in all it's just a disappointment so if a person can accept you but because of who you are without knowing that you have two lamborghinis one ferrari and three other andrew tate cars then you uh you just you you might be accepted for who you are or at least like that you know. well i mean this two, the, yeah i mean the good old nirvana's track come as you are um, there is that, but like, if you don't make any effort, then like people are going to say, "Oh, you know, you don't care." So like, then you then you shoot I mean, yourself. I mean, that, that should be a few people. Sh- like you, some some golden ratio. You don't care uh, in between. You just could, could, sh- if you care about yourself and you go out and you want to look nice, then you're going to like yeah, um, wash your hair. You know, that carries forwards. So you know, and um, you know, if you don't care, you just go but out and train just, no, and no, buy jeans yeah. and t-shirt. Then like. People will treat you exactly like that. But, but what if people, what if you doesn't... don't have anything else, just hiking boots and trainers? Because your life up until that point was like that. That means you are not eligible to have a good relationship or maybe a chance for that. That means that you are not ready to change better up for that. It doesn't mean that. Maybe you just, just wash your face. I don't know. You wouldn't, you wouldn't go to a club. You wouldn't go to a club in climbing gear. You would go like in... Um, the other gear that you have, the social social event. Have you, gear. Have you met me? You know the nicer <laughs> stuff, wouldn't you? I would definitely go out in hiking gear in a club, and I would look cool. So, oh, <laughs> uh, that would work in certain clubs, absolutely. Yeah, 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 especially in the dungeon club. <laughs> yeah, maybe those. Yeah, I've been yeah. I've been listening and watching a couple of uh, episodes about these how the psychology of these dating things work these days. And there are things that I don't want to say and point out that which part of the sexes, but the ladies have a lot of uh, demands and requirements to say, yeah, I deserve this. No, you don't, you know, and and uh, they have this false interpretation of what a relationship might mean. And uh, uh, they just basically ruin most of the guys. Yes, guys can be arseholes because that's what guys do. They are arseholes. It's a kind of jar of pickle. I know that you love this expression. I borrowed it from Seth MacFarlane from the Orville. The series, what you don't necessarily watch, but the third season was amazing. Anyhow, so go for Orville, season four. And um, after this advertisement, which we were not paid on. <laughs> so... Um, the thing is that we don't know, I think, even the middle age or younger one, that meeting up somebody, socializing with somebody, maybe can be beyond uh, being a brat or being a bro or being just a hookup or, you know, just maybe just to establish some friendship uh, or, or a distant friendship and maybe to see what's planning out. And uh, I don't know. So, for example, if you were uh, up to meet somebody these days, a young girl, ask the permission for the next part of the episode from your wife, please. Then, what would you say? How would you say? Would you say, hey, what's up? What's up? You want coke? No, I mean, like, just be friendly. Start start, start up a conversation. Um, I mean, if you don't... There, there's ladies here in Finland that, like, um, complain about, like, not... Um, 
not finding like a partner or like a boyfriend or something. Oh, really? Really? Okay, give um, me the give, give give me the numbers. Give me the numbers. Yeah, it's actually a quite a large percentage of women, and they tend to be like. Um, you know independent and and financially stable themselves but they can't find like a a partner and um there's two problems with that like the thing is is uh first of all they don't go out to meet people you know like they rely on maybe like internet stuff which is isn't kind of too realistic oh Um, yeah so if they so if you know rule number one if you want to meet people go out where people are and meet them you know, um, you don't well, necessarily have to... Well, in the case of to, China, it's concentration go, camps. Just go by yourself, like, you know what I mean? If you feel like, if there's a friendly bar or a place or a little sort of social gathering place where people are very friendly and you want to chat to people, you will find people to chat to. You will find them. And it takes practice, not? I mean, it won't work. At the, I mean, it works always in your mind or when you watch something. I don't know, I don't know. Um, um, not necessarily... Um, you just have to be open to, um, uh, like, sort of interacting with people. And, uh, you know, if you, if you don't want to talk to people and you go to somewhere, like, you're not going to talk to them, are you? I was working for a fast food chain. I'm not going to mention McDonald's, but it happened. Yes, I was that young mm. too, and I needed the money. So I was flipping burgers, yes. So that day I was at the Casa, and there was this song. <clears throat> I was, like, 19, I guess. And uh, yeah, and uh, was I nineteen or whatever? I don't know, seventeen. I don't. Know. And uh, I was just just whistling a song or, or harsing a song while in the castle because that's what you do at the McDonald's, yeah. And uh, a lot of people were coming, but I didn't know anything else. I just heard in the radio; it stuck in my brain. Uh, so it's like one line or one yeah. and a half line. And all of a sudden, somebody was singing the rest of the line behind me. I looked back, and there was this girl. Oh my God, she was awesome. And and yeah. uh, and that's it. And uh, everything came naturally. After a while, uh, we met in other part of the city, and um, just I, you know, no mobile phones, nothing like that. Yes, the demo that old, yeah. And uh, I I took a rose, you know, but I didn't wrap it. So it was like I picked up from the meadows. Obviously, there are no meadows in the city, but it felt like that. So I had it chopped down, so it was a smaller version of that, so very practical to carry, and that's not how we met. And we were walking, chatting, and mm. forgot the time, and everything was natural, no pushed agenda. And yes, that was a fantastic love relationship that I forked up later, because I was an arse, because I'm a man. So, and... Uh, and that's not an excuse, but that's the truth. Uh, but the point is that in this one, everything came without any push, any force, any knowledge. It was just natural. And whenever I wanted to yeah, you c- take that, up right. advice, yeah, when I wanted it? to yeah. manufacture the meetings, when I, wanted, when I had the urge that I need somebody to have sex with or whatever, it, it was not fruitous or it was just not, not the same quality as it could have been. Meeting those people by chance is the best way to do it. But you have to see you were positioned in, like in, in the time and place for that meeting to happen. Um, and it's all about positioning, really. You, I mean, um, if you go to a place and you show your face and you're there and like somebody else is like um, looking for the same thing, um, chances are you're going to meet 
um you, and you and you're kind of opening up possibilities because you put yourself you know it's like you don't go to the usual places that you go to or you don't just stay at home but you take uh a step out of like where your normal routine um and you go somewhere else um i think that works quite well for yeah me but but here's well. the thing. Um, that worked for me completely every yeah, time but, but here's the thing. i have to do the same thing on with a different mission um in um the Helsinki scene, music scene, and like just uh, show up at a select gig, meet the right people, and like I think that's like gonna go, gonna work for me much better than um, trying to contact these people online via email and like you know showing them my stuff on socials and like you know go to a place, take a risk, um, be like uh, approachable, be friendly and meet people and um the rest will follow yes but you, also after a while when you for example achieve a few things in your life maybe you are not necessarily the higher status man uh there's a trend uh to call people like that uh but um you got used to it that you are being only used even people might not know that they want to use you but after all after a short or longer period you just realize that they are after you because they want to use your connections your money or your body but technically they don't invest and give that kind of uh, love or affection what you would do in exchange and you just I mean, get fed up yeah, with this and yeah. you just say I don't want to go out there anymore there is that yeah <coughs> but um you yes, know it sounds like a boomer there's a stuff, saying yeah. I've done it for some old like uh, I don't know if it was Confucius said it but like um, you know what you are looking for out there is also looking for you okay and um it's so true it's just like you know if you go out there looking for trouble you're gonna find trouble If you want to go and look, if you're looking for love, you'll find love. Um, if you're looking for like, um, I don't know, like a, a, a back axle for an RC car, you'll go and find it, you know, <laughs> or apart from a microphone or whatever it is. It's like you have to position yourself out there to find that to be but, available. Yes, I but suppose, of course, we can't you know? be so hard on our listeners because we know what midlife crisis is and we know how life can suck. Or maybe it doesn't suck, just maybe you raise your children by yourself. Or maybe you have uh, double shifts, because that's how you can live up in the UK or in the US, because that's how slavery works these days. Or maybe you just uh, can't uh, um, can't uh, make yourself because you were let down so many times. And maybe just you don't have the right friends to encourage you. So there are many, many, many reasons why people don't go out. However, that's true. Staying at home, or wherever you are, uh, or in your car—that's even worse. Uh, the, or, your, or in your like uh, normal routine. Yeah, so with, yeah, with your phone, places. that's not the way. Leave the phone left and just go for a hike, walk, and don't want. You shouldn't even try to engage with people. It will come naturally. You shouldn't try, I need a partner, up until you are desperate and you are not good uh, by yourself, you don't feel good by yourself, you feel needy, then people will just use you. So just if you are complete by yourself and happy and you still feel to go out, then you will find the right people, that's for sure. 
It's a well-known fact, actually. Yeah, that yeah. was the yeah. part of um, our show what neither of us prepared for and no one asked for, but it just happened. Welcome to the Neoborn and Andy a Human Show. And now, here comes Andy with 60 seconds of drawing sequence just for your benefit and learning. Do not run away. It is checked. It's only 60 seconds. Today we're going to explore the polyrhythm and the polyrhythmic pyramid. So what you do is you keep a stable time base. We're going to do one, two, three, four. Step up all the subdivisions in that one bar. So here we go. We've got the uh, metronome rolling. One, two, three, four. One, two, three. Come on. You know this. You know this. Five. Six. Six to three. Seven. Double subdivisions from the four. And then we can step up to nine. This is very interesting because you can't see beyond the blue sky, what is only blue because of the oxygen in the air. You might mm. not know the moon might be hollow. <laughs> Actually, that, that there, there are people and scientists who say, okay, strange rings are happening, ringings like a bell, so it must be hollow. Asteroids, you know, bump into the moon and it's the same impact size, uh, I mean, depths, and it must be hollow. Aliens are inside. I think um, the, an interesting thing I, I, I found out recently was that, like, uh, people were, like... Um, observing the moon even from their telescopes and they're seeing like bright flashes and they're wondering well what is it that's like flashing i know because the, 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 the bright flashes are elon musk's uh, you know orbital little stuffs <laughs> no well it's his tesla like sort of, oh, there's the mirrors on his tesla like glinting back yeah yeah um, what is that what is that oh my god aliens no 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 just elon is winking you digitally yeah actually what it is asteroid impacts Oh really? And, um, yeah, yeah. Um, they they um, they sent um, um, a probe or like a, a satellite out there to really sort of do a deep scan of of the surface of the moon, and they compared like satellite images like uh, from a few years ago to the most recent um, photographs or high resolution photographs, and they found that there is like a definite percentage increase in the amount of craters. That they that, that they see on the surface of the moon. So, so they did a lot of maths. Uh, comparison A B comparisons with like photographs before and after in like a certain time period, and they found that like there's quite like the moon gets impacted quite a bit by asteroids of all kind of like all sorts of sizes, and the flashes we see is like the moon, the surface of the moon where it like takes those impacts. So and, those are um, not ET. They're not E.T., sadly, no. Well, uh, I mean, the E.T., Will Smith, Matt, in Independence Day were not that funny, so maybe it's good. 
they may have phoned home back in the day, but like I think they might need a bit of a sort of stronger telephone system. <laughs> uh, but based on the movie uh, by Timo Vorensola, that's Finnish, isn't it? Sounds like it, yeah. The Iron Sky, <laughs> there may be. <laughs> oh, the Iron Sky, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's another theory. Iron Sky is the second film from the same team that produced Star Wreck. I love Star Wreck. Did you know when I watched it first and I said, oh my God, how great these guys are. They invented a brand new language for the movie. I have no idea what they are talking about, but it sounds cool. Uh, well, turns out it was a finish. Best thing is they did it on a like a shoestring budget and it's a fan film, isn't it? So but and it just did, goes to prove that feel you could a put a fan film by the way, especially Iron Sky. Um, did you know that I really was well. uh, applying for Iron Sky to be an actor there? And Timo, the director, brought him back. Yeah. Cool. Whenever uh-huh. we are shooting, we will let you know. Okay. Wow. Well, <laughs> two movies passed since I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Your IMBD profile is um, yet uh, is yet to receive that, like, uh, like you know, that... It's another dimension. ...acting role. Yeah. <laughs> My IMDb profile is as thick as the earth is flat. Aha! Uh-huh. That explains a lot. It surely does, yeah. <laughs> In the morning, instead of caffeine or anything else, you can use your biological incentives in the form of raw carrots. Yeah, carrots, carrots. Yes. So if you, according to science, chew a whole carrot, not a baby one, but a real one, you know, uh, you have to peel it, you know, it comes out from the ground, so it's crazy. By the time you finish it, you are already woken up. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, I don't normally do that, but uh, I know my kids like raw carrots. They, you know, I mean, apart from the the myth that uh, you can see better in the dark from carrots, that was just like uh, misinformation during like, what was it? Like when they developed radar back in the day, all those lovely minerals. And I believe you, like it's a good way to wake up because it's a lot of chewing but um, is it the carrot carotene? Actually, you know, you know when, when you have caffeine or coffee or whatever, it just uses your body's energy storage. Okay, it's not a scientific explanation, but a real one. Uh, yeah. But when you have some vitamin and some fibers and the sunshine and all the orange country... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Carrot, then you already take something in. I get that. I mean, some people, yogi, like yoga practitioner, practitioners, and uh, some Navy SEALs as well, like um, swear by daily routine of getting up at like sort of five or six in the morning and like sort of having a drink of water and then going for a run or like just a like a brisk walk outside just to wake up and then. You can get on with your day full of energy. I haven't tried that exactly, but sometimes, like, uh, these days, I'm up at, like, not exactly five, but, like, uh, maybe six. And um, That's the time when I go to bed. 
You're a bit of a night owl. <laughs> well, if that's the night. But unfortunately, I need to get up for the school time with the kids. So I have that all 30 minutes absolutely undisturbed sleep. 30 minutes. Yeah. Don't okay. Know, don't, so yeah. here's the thing. I <laughs> yeah. did that what you say in the yeah. morning to get up. And uh, based on a lot of personal uh, testimony and also my testimony, I can say this one. Instead of consuming in the morning, like mm. anything, okay, water is okay. You need to do something before you take in something. And it's also a kind of modern science mm. that uh, the majority of the health issues and the everyday things occur because a lot of things are inside. So what are not necessarily should be there. So exhale, exhale all the things what you don't need. What people mm. don't like doing is getting sweaty they don't like you know doing things uh, beyond the routine and therefore yeah. they somehow stuck and i think you also have a kind of personal experience with this one mm -hmm. uh, even some things could stuck to uh, your angina you know to the to the yeah. wall of that and um, you you have to put yourself upside down every morning. You have to do your roller coaster. You have to shake literally your body in order to get healthy, uh, to stay healthy. And you have to exhale. And it's totally okay to yeah. skip the breakfast. It's totally okay not to eat five, six, ten times a day and in between because it is just not good for you. According to science, you need your body having mm. a kind of hunger in order uh -huh. to really digest the things. Does it make any sense to you? Um... It's kind of people would need to get up in the morning, not necessarily drink coffee exactly, but I mean, I do, but that's the only coffee I do. That's it. So I think a little bit of coffee is okay for you. But if you drink it all day, that's not good for you. You need to wake up, shake up. And depending on what you do, if you go to college or if you go to school or if you're going to learn something, you need energy for your brain so it's important to get some breakfast a fuel some fuel in the tank so i do have an idea that. for you do mm. you have drums as always right in front of me yeah cool why don't we have a 10 seconds morning welcome for the listeners okay yeah okay yeah 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 so ready steady yeah, yeah. <laughs> rock and roll good morning Good morning. <laughs> By the way, this one, what we just did, is totally unhealthy for the brain. Not because we are silly, but if somebody sets the alarm clock, like, you know, like ringing the bell and, and so on, 
that's totally a giving traumatic experience a damage in the brain so it can be measured with MRI and uh, even for kids so when parents say hey get out of the bed instead of playing nice Bach or Brahms in the morning literally oh. it's true what I'm saying so instead of having the in-between period between sleep and waking up you know this napping ish like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you yeah. have this sudden jump out of the bed soldier stuff that gives a traumatic experience into your like brain reve- like, just like, like, like a you know, <laughs> it's like wake up it's like ah shock yeah it is a bit of a shock what do you think's the best way to do it nice and easy like a soft like uh ringing like alarm bells or or something like really harsh to like snap snap you awake is any any of those any good i think of, uh, what works for me is very subtly uh very slowly uh the number five brandenburg concerto air by bach you know that just sneaks in yeah like three times and uh, that's okay to snooze in and out. It's enough long. And this works for me. And then I have David Duchovny, Jericho. That's a little bit more rockish, but still uh-huh. not that painted black. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. you, you can vary these things. Whatever works for you. And yes, sometimes it's good to have some fun, like like jump. You know, with one hand. Yeah. But everybody is different. So for me, the morning is different than for you. Just like my nights are different you yeah, have this yeah. biological clock and how interesting it is that according to science the biological clock all of us mm. usually set up for 30 hours days uh okay is it really yeah therefore everybody is sleepy at workplaces or less effective or angry in the afternoon. The internal biological clock sets like itself circa- to certain Circadian hours. rhythms. Circadian rhythms, I call that. Melatonin and serotonin, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Okay, guys, now, yeah. and gulls yeah. and purple rabbits, we are very much hoping you are awake. <laughs> Wait, yeah, yeah. It's the, it's the, it's the <laughs> so, Andy, I just got yes. to know from reliable sources, that was you, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. that yeah. in some ways you are part of organ business. Organ business? Yeah, in an artistic way. Uh, Do you am remember I? <laughs> no? the Repo Man? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the late 80s classic film with Emilio Estevez, Harry Dean Stanton. In those days, like uh, sort of uh, up-and-coming actors, it was a cult classic film um, directed by Alex Cox. So uh, not that Repo yes. Man what was with Forrest Whitaker? No, no, that's the, I, I don't know that one. That's I don't think that's I think that's something else. Okay, this, the, the one I'm referring to is where uh, there's a 
I do believe it's a Chevy Impala that they're trying to uh, this repo company are, okay, are, tr- are trying to repossess. The movie is about you know replacing human organ. Oh, is it? Oh, and, okay, okay. And taking okay. back to the company when you don't pay the mortgage. Oh no! I mean, this, this, these guys are like in this uh, in the eighties repo man yeah. film are uh, repossessing cars because they per- the, the client has defaulted on the payment. But they're after one specific car. Okay. And uh, in the back of the car, there are some glowing aliens. What? Yes. And um, anybody that opens the trunk or the boot, depending on US or English, they get vaporized. Oh, um, okay. So there's a huge, huge price tag uh, on this, and they, they're all chasing this car, and their competitors, like this Mexican company, <laughs> are also chasing it, and they're like sort of fighting between them. I made a song, and I used vocal clips from that film. And, and, and did, I you kind say, of, did you say in the song, do you no. say, Emilio! <laughs> No, it's like um, Otto and one of the other guys. They're talking to each other. Interesting. The next morning. Yeah. They're talking about like um, synchronicity. Okay. And aliens that didn't come from space, but they came from the future. I took this like little vocal clip and I thought it was just so good because it was just like, yeah, like, you know, like Otto goes on something like, he goes, you, you might, it's trying to explain what synchronicity is and he goes he asks his, his friend um you might be thinking about a plate or a plate of shrimp and somebody suddenly somebody might say plate or plate of shrimp just like that out of the blue and it's his like mad way of explaining synchronicity and like you know like when you think about somebody and then like like a long somebody you haven't like sort of met for a long time or thought about or called for a long time and all of a sudden they call you it's that kind of like sort of i don't know if it's like some kind of connected v- via uh, okay i, I dark matter or talking like about something what our american listeners probably get furious not kung furious but really furious we are talking about aliens talking about things what americans mostly do not understand so the question is were these legal aliens <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i do believe there is quantum by the way it's just mm. the other day i read uh, i think it was in the guardian in that no it wasn't bbc whatever it is being taught in school let's forget it in the last couple of hundred years because basically those are not true outer space those are not valid uh, if you leave the magnetic protection field of the earth and so on it's the lack of possibilities so it's like a child's brain is really open to everything and everyone but uh, it is being stripped of the beauty of thinking quantum if you really watch closely and you can a child how a little child is thinking that's quantum that's synchronicity yeah they don't have any they don't have too many preconceived ideas so then that leaves like the the the, the channel much more open to possibility doesn't it so yeah i I agree there is that in some way like so much more open-minded to everything because they nothing too much is like set in concrete or you know like yet so yeah i I agree yeah and it's 
Also, it, it goes that when you are growing up after leaving 20 years of indoctrination by the school system, uh, being an obedient uh, citizen for your overlords, um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Th- then uh, okay. uh, after uh, yeah, you pay a lot of money for different uh, people to teach you for the very same things you were born with. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. you I mean, are uh, yeah. mercy. You are special. <laughs> oh, think of something. It will happen if you reach your mental hand for it. You will get it. You know. Mm-hmm. So it's all these basic things being retold because we just tend to forget it. It's like our brain was vaporized by aliens. (laughs) We're getting back to Repo Man again, aren't we? Yeah, I was just trying to get back to the mainstream of our (laughs) morning. That was a long curve. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. A bit of a stretch, but like, you know, it's good to have a bit of a stretch in the morning, isn't it? <laughs> or, or you can screech in the toilet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have you ever yeah. fallen asleep in the toilet while you were doing your business? Mm, um, no, I, no, I haven't. Why? You haven't lived? Come on. So. No. <laughs> I mean, it's no. one thing when you when you are intoxicated and you feel young again, people go there not for 10 minutes, for 5 minutes, but for, like, you know, picnic. <laughs> yeah. Some I'm, people I mean, even I, eat there. I, I don't, how, don't see how they could do that. But, I mean, I know that, like, a lot of people, like, sort of go there and do their business and, like, uh, watch social media, and then, like, you know, it's like... Uh, I'm saving time, like let me read something! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, just one uh, more Netflix episode. For me, it was like, uh, in just this past weekend, I was, like, a little bit worse for wear after going out, and uh, I was, like, wishing that I could fall asleep on the floor there in the in the in the toilet but like uh my body was saying no you're having a laugh like uh, we could i like reach down again and uh cleanse the system all right as i go no i can't do this again but yes it happened eventually i got over that and i was fine but like i fell asleep in my own bed which is like a relief but um i don't like doing that sort of thing i mean it wasn't that i'm kind of just not even probably used to sort of going out and i don't know what really happened actually i shouldn't have bit felt that way but i did you so wanted I... to discover your mind wanted to discover the impossible you wanted to go beyond the known <laughs> realms well it it, it it felt like it really wanted to push my physical limits very much <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> when the tank's empty and there's nothing left to give yeah, and Please you, stop there. Like, God ha, damn it. Have Sorry. you ever have envisioned all the harmful bacteria, the little insects, all the things that they are oh, on the floor? No, I can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so. From the trunk of my body. That's that's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they really want to come up and say hello. But, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I tried to win a suntanning competition. But all I got was bronze. What do you get when you put root beer in a square glass? A root beer in a square glass? No idea. Beer. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) 
I mean, my friend was explaining electricity to me, but I was like, what? <laughs> Four fonts walk into a bar. The bartender says, hey, we don't want your type in here. Yeah. Why can't Elsa have a balloon? No idea. Because she will let it go. <laughs> This has been the Neo Born and Andy a Human Show. Presented by two purple rabbits from behind Jupiter in a hidden moon at a secret base in an undisclosed location. Yeah.